where Saul went off the rails was in disobedience to God. And, and this is crucial for young adults, this is huge right here, comparison. I think one of the things that can plague young adults in making decisions and seeking the Lord is precisely that. Welcome to the In Doubt Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Indo Podcast. My name is Isaac, your host, and happy Easter Monday. Yes, Easter has actually already happened. I don't know about you, but this year for me has felt like it's just flown by. Maybe you feel the same way, or maybe not. It doesn't really matter. Either way, I hope that you heard the gospel, obviously, of Jesus' death and resurrection this weekend, clearly kind of dwelt on that this, this weekend. Uh, anyways, we have an awesome show for you today. We're actually starting a new podcast series, a two-week series, uh, called Where Do I Go? And I'm going to explain that in just one second. Uh, my guests today are very special. We got Pastor Dave Johnson from Coquillum, and also we have a Bible college student, Simon Peacock. Uh, he's actually from England, so if you like accents, then this is worth it. Uh, they chat with me. Honestly, such a good conversation. I'm excited for you to hear it. So where do I go? This is a a series on really the everyday decisions in life. All right, so how often have you been faced with a choice and were hard-pressed between two or or three things? Or maybe just one thing. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was a church. I don't know, a program in university or college. Maybe it was a job. Honestly, the amount of decisions and choices we make in our late teens and 20s are are crazy. And not only that... uh, but they matter. They're not just crazy, but they actually matter. So what we want to do in this series is, is actually help uh, people sort of help themselves make decisions that are, that are good and they're godly and Christ-like. In the beginning of Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, uh, we have God creating everything. Genesis 1.1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And when you move down to verse 27, uh, he's talking about the sixth day. And it says uh, that God made man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Uh, Male and female, he created them. And what this means is that this idea that we're made in the image and likeness of God is that we represent God. So how that plays out is this. We represent God in the way that we relate to God and to others. You see, God is a trinity. He's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, which means there's community there. He relates to himself. So if we represent and reflect God, we're going to relate to him and to others. Another way that we reflect him is by ruling with him, which means that we have dominion. In the same chapter, Genesis 1, in verse 28, it starts talking about how we are made to actually take care and tend and guard creation. So we reflect God that way. And we also reflect God in our rest. Um, God rested on the seventh day. It's not as if God actually needed to take a rest, but he does that to model to us what we need. Anyways, all of this, all this to say, we are created to image God. We are to reflect God in his nature and in his will as well. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is is in the letter to the Ephesians. Paul, he's a, an apostle in the New Testament, and he, he writes to this church, which he pastored for two years, and he writes this, for we... So all people, people that are born uh, again from the Holy Spirit, we are his workmanship. And that word workmanship can be understood as we are God's works of art. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
So this verse is saying, this is your purpose. You are created by God for a purpose. You're not just some random, you know, uh, mistake, but you are actually created for a purpose. We have an individual purpose. There's an individual will for our lives. Now, I think a lot of people, they they sort of have this idea that it's it's very, very, very wide so wide that they mistake the worldly path as God's path for them. And they can kind of do whatever they want because they say, you know, I'm free in Christ. And then there's those that take it way too literally and seriously as if they're walking on this tightrope and every decision that they make is going to kind of make it or break it, whether they're on the will of God. And and that's kind of what this two-week series, uh, I didn't doubt, that's what it's about. It's where do I go? It's, it's kind of asking the question, what are those things in life, those decisions? How can you sort of make those decisions with the idea that God has a will for your life? So if you're listening right now and, and you're in the middle of making a decision, maybe it's whether to pursue a certain relationship or not. Maybe you are deciding whether to move churches or not, go to college, university, move out of the parents' house, whatever it is, uh, this podcast is going to help you. What we talk about with Dave and Simon, I know it will help you. All right, so let's move on to the conversation. Hey, I'm in the studio today with uh, two friends of mine, uh, Dave and a new friend, Simon. Uh, We're in a series right now called Where Do I Go? And it's this idea that, you know, as young adults, there's all these different changes that are happening, new things. They've left their parents' home, they're starting university, maybe they're going to college, having jobs, they start getting interested in dating people and maybe going to a new church. And a lot of the time we have to discern what is the right thing. I know personally for me, I struggle with that. Like, what is the spirit calling me to do? So that's what we're kind of talking about today. With me is uh, Dave. He's a pastor uh, in Coquitlam. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? I'm very good. Yeah. My name is Dave and I'm the pastor of Ethos and I'm pumped to be here with a good friend of mine, a new friend of mine, uh, my intern here at Ethos. And uh, he's going to be joining us and sharing some things. His name's Simon. What's up, Simon? Hello. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so wait, why, this sounds funny, but like, why are you in Canada? Uh, oh, thanks a yeah, lot. No, I mean, I'm, we welcome you here. We welcome no, you here. Um, yeah, so I'm in my third and final year of Bible college back in England. And for part of our third year, our college gives us six weeks outside of classes and lectures to say, okay, go and work full-time with a church and a ministry to get the feel for ministry. Okay. And so I have connections with Ethos where Dave is the pastor and I sent him an email a few months ago now and he was up for it. So here I am. How did you guys have connections? My fiance actually attends Ethos. Right. That's awesome. And we'll get into that story a little bit as well. Very cool. Well, like I said, we're going to talk about sort of how to discern the Spirit's promptings and how to sort of follow God's will uh, for your life in the kind of the everyday things, but also the serious things as well. So I guess the first thing we can talk about in Psalm 16, 11, you know, David says, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And I guess the question is, there's this path of life. For sure. And, and we see that all throughout scripture, even in the New Testament, you know, we're supposed to follow this narrow path. Uh, you want to speak into that a little bit? I see in Psalm 23 this idea that God actually wants to lead us in the right path, not just for our sake, but for his name's sake. Many of us will know the scripture, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And then at the end, it says he leads me in the right paths of life for his name's sake, for his honor. Right. Right. So it's like, so 
it does declare that God does lead us, and it's not just for our own good, but because we are his children, we represent his name. You know, what David is saying here as well is like, hey, the Lord leads me, not just for my own sake, but because I carry his name. Do you know what I mean? And like, and I represent him. And, you know, here's, here's a crazy reality in regards to your early 20s or your kind of late teens. The decisions you make in this period of time carry so much weight. Yeah. They really do. They really set a trajectory for your life. It's so true. And so I kind of get it why young adults are so stressed out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do I date this person? What school do I go to? What program? You know, I started this program. I'm changing my majors. I don't even know what to do. You know, and, and then, but it can become overly kind of stressful where we become worried. Yeah. And the Lord doesn't want us worried. Exactly. And so there is a tension there. And I'd love to talk with you today about that, Isaac. It's like, yeah. hey, okay, your decisions really matter, it's your so choices. True. Because at the end of your life, really, you are a summation of your choices, mm-hmm. right? Really, all of the choices that we make in our lives, we're a summation. We're, if you add them all up, that's who you are. That's, you end up where, you, you know, where you're at. But, yeah. you know, of course, there's circumstances and cho- other people's choices that affect you and stuff. But our choices matter. Right. But then there is also the resting of the Holy Spirit. Resting in God's leading, uh, casting our burdens and our worries and our anxieties upon Him. So, where is sort of the the middle ground? Well, you're saying there, like, you know, you you say that it is important, and that's something I often say. It's like for a young person, the most important question they can ask themselves is what What do I believe? Because what you believe right now is going to have massive implications on where you're going to go in For life, sure. right? So if you're saying that it is important, but you're also saying don't become overly stressed, I think that's like sort of the balance right. that's kind of difficult for a lot of people. And if we can speak into that today, I think that would be a, a good thing. Uh, just to give an example, which we were talking about before, this is just one example. I remember four years ago, three years ago, I was uh, interested in a girl and I was seeking the Lord about it. Like, is hmm. this, am I supposed to date her or not date her? And it was sort of a struggle. and. I shouldn't even say sort of a struggle. It was a very hard struggle. I was just battling it. What am I supposed to do? I was getting like, not an ulcers, but I was pretending that I was getting ulcers. Uh, (laughs) It was terrible. How do you pretend? I pretended. I was just in pain. I was just giving Uh. myself pain. So I went on this hike. And I was, I was near this like river and I, I was to the point where I literally picked up a rock and I was like, all right, I'm going to throw this rock into the river. And if I hear uh, it's splash that I know I'm supposed to date her. And if I don't hear it splash that I'm not, it got to that point, which is, re- it's just, that is ridiculous. Uh, but it was because I was so anxious about what is this will? What is this path that God has me on? And I don't want to step off it. I want to make sure that I'm on it. I got so anxious about that. Mm-hmm. I got so anxious about that. Yeah, I think the reality is, at least what I believe, is that each one of us is anointed by God uniquely. Right? All of us have been given the Holy Spirit if you're Christian. And I do believe that you can take from Scripture that we do have, have a unique will, that God has, a, has a, a will for our lives. Right, It's not just a purposeless, just kind of, you can do whatever you want. I do think, like in the same way that David was anointed king at the age of kind of somewhere between 12 and 18, he was anointed king. Samuel says, you are going to be the next king of Israel. But it doesn't happen overnight. Right. Whereas it's interesting with Saul, he's anointed king. And then like, I think it's, it's relatively quickly that he becomes king. With David, he would have to wait over a decade wow. to, to see this unfold in his life. And man, would, would he go through valleys. Man, he went through so many challenges. Saul wanting to kill him. 
many times where he was hiding in a bush going, this isn't going to unfold in my life. And Jonathan shaking him and saying, come on, David, you're going to be the next king. So I do believe that personally, like I believe that God has spoken to me. He spoke it to me very early on that I would be a pastor. And I try to deny it. I went through seasons in my life where I didn't want anything to do with Jesus. I didn't want anything to do with the church. I just partied. I tried to fulfill my life with other things. But man, in the back of my mind, I just I did I did know that I was called to ministry, professional ministry. I was called to pastor. I was called to lead the church. And um, and all of a sudden, man, I find myself here. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. if I can just say with Saul, with, if we can compare a little bit, if we can yeah, take a moment sure. and compare Saul and David. Yeah. I think where Saul went off the rails, because he was also in the same way anointed by Samuel, taken aside. His anointing was private, whereas David's was public. There was a sacrifice. His, David's brothers were there. Mm-hmm. But with Saul, it was private. Hey, Saul, listen, you're going to be the king of Israel. Where Saul went off the rails was in disobedience to God, not following him. And, and this is crucial for young adults. This is huge right here. Comparison. The moment that they come back from battle and, and there's women there and they're saying, uh, Saul has slain his thousands, but David, oh, his ten thousands. It says that Saul became jealous and, and he began and he allowed comparison to creep in. And then from that point on, Saul stops acting like a king. Even though he had been disobedient, he was still king. He was still anointed. He was still the anointed king. David, numerous times, he says, how, how could I ever kill the anointed? Saul was still the anointed king, but he stopped acting like a king because of comparison. I think one of the things that can plague young adults in making decisions and seeking the Lord is precisely that comparison. Yeah. Oh, look at look at what that person's doing. Man, like look at the success they have. I want that. Or look at look at this relationship that they have. I want that relationship. As Christians, we must remember that Paul, one of the things that he addresses numerously in the New Testament is, guys, quit comparing yourself, okay? The church is like a body. Okay, some of you guys are a toe, some of you a finger, some of you an ear, an eye. And, and sometimes what can happen is we can go, oh, I want to be an eye. I want this. I want that. I want to be this. But what Paul's saying, dude, you just need to be yourself. And so comparison, I think, and especially in a, in a generation where we, the first thing that many of us do, many people who are listening to this podcast right now, the first thing they did this morning was they picked up their phone, they spent 10 minutes scrolling through Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram, and if we're not careful, now there's nothing wrong with social media, but if we're not careful, we can become like Saul. Yeah. Oh, why don't I have that? Why, man, this person is already on their master's? I'm just on my second year in my undergrad. Exactly, yeah. Especially when it kind of creeps into the whole Christian culture too. Like you mm-hmm. look at someone who's doing their masters or, yeah. or, or oh, they're whatever. married. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm, not, I'm still single. Yeah. Where are you, God? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you have to be really careful. And you even see, like, I think of Jesus talking to Peter before he goes up to heaven, right? And uh, Jesus says, like, you're gonna, you're gonna die a, a painful death. And then Peter's like, well, what about, what about him? And he's pointing at John, like, what about him though? Like, so I think another thing too. And then Jesus says, well, what does this have to do with you, right? Uh, or what does his life have to do with you? And I think it's important to know that as well. That what God's calling us on could look totally different. You know, if you're gonna be a toe, your purpose is a lot different than the mouth. For sure. And that's okay. We all need toes, man. We do. We really do. 
Simon, you recently got engaged. Yep. Um, how did what we're talking about play into that whole kind of process? Yeah. So for me, it was a quite a long process and there were definitely several different elements to it. So number one, my starting point is, does this in any sense contradict scripture? Does my relationship with Jenna, my, my fiance, does that contradict in scripture in any sense? So for instance, from my perspective, if she was not a Christian herself or she had radically different theological views from me, I'd probably say, mm, I think God is telling me through his word that this isn't the best relationship. Right. It's like those external kind of practical things. It's yeah. Like, okay, this doesn't line up. Yeah. Okay. Then secondly, also, what are other people saying? So what does her family think to me? What does my family think to her? And what are my friends, what are her friends telling each of us about our relationship from what they see? So that was another big thing as well. And lastly, I think particularly with relationships, part of it is to do with how do you feel about this as well? Mm -hmm. uh, I think there are definitely some times in my life where I have to ignore what I want for God's will because I can think, oh, actually, I really don't want this, but it's plain as day in scripture. And so God wants me to do this, whether I like it or not. But I think in relationships, if, if you don't want to be with a person that you're thinking about, then that's not going to work out because right. your heart's not in the right place. Um, or at least in, in the dating area, if that's a consistent, consistent theme. That was Pastor Dave Johnson and Simon Peacock from England and myself. And stay connected because next week we're actually continuing the same conversation. Uh, we actually get into the one thing that we need to be focusing on that gives us the peace and joy that will kind of fizzle out our anxiety or stress. Fizzle out. <laughs> hey, so we at In Doubt, we want to know what you want to hear. We kind of, we, we really do want to talk about what you're interested in, what you're questioning, those kind of things. Uh, we plan podcast series topically by, you know, what we believe is relevant. And, and I play a part in that uh, as the host and I, I lead in doubt and, and I'm only 23. So I, I kind of feel like I can, I can say or have an idea of what's kind of popular, what the trendy topics are, but either way, I, I don't know everything and you need to tell me uh, what you're thinking about. So we want to hear from you and hear what exactly it is that you want to know more about. So if you head to Facebook or Twitter, uh, you can simply message us. Or if you email us, go to uh, email at info at Anyways, that wraps up the Indoubt podcast show. To find out more about Indoubt and to listen to more podcasts, uh, visit Indoubt.ca. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We want to hear from you. If you have any stories, uh, comments, whatever you want to share with us, critical feedback, appreciative feedback, let us know. That being said, I'm Isaac, and this is the Indoubt podcast. The In Doubt Podcast Show is a part of In Doubt Ministries, which is the young adult partner ministry of Back to the Bible Canada with Dr. John Newfeld. This ministry has been impacting Canada with the biblical gospel for the past 55 years. Listen to Back to the Bible Canada by subscribing to their podcast or by heading to backtothebible.ca.